All right, welcome back. Uh, episode 22 of Why Are We Still Awake. 23. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Episode 23 of Why Are We Still Awake. I'm your host, Anton. I'm here with Tyler. Um, and we have a special guest, Daniel, here today. Welcome, Woo! Daniel. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to finally have my feature on this show. I've heard a lot about the show. Looking forward to this. Yeah, we, we're definitely super excited to have you. Um, could you just say like, just say like one sentence though, really quick? Uh, the quick brown fox jumped over the fence. That's not even the sentence. That's not even the sentence. All right, all right. Next guest. You didn't make the cut. I'm sorry, man. Wait, what's the actual? What's the actual sentence? I actually the lazy, the quick lazy fox jumped over the. No, the quick fox jumped over the lazy brown dog. What? The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. <laughs> How are you going to correct me when you don't even know it? (laughs) No, we know for sure it wasn't that one, dude. (laughs) I'm I'm literally searching it up. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Okay, okay. It's a lazy dog. Okay. Is that what you said? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said. I knew it. We're not going to rewind. Okay. Um, Could you just maybe like share a little insight into who you are, like how we know you, and then kind of, I don't know. Maybe whatever. a fun fact yeah, or some, something? Yeah, some I don't know. social security numbers, things like that, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Um, I'm Daniel. I knew Shelby and Tyler since high school, or Shelby since middle school. What? Mm-hmm. From what? Yeah, we used to play badminton at YMCA with Dave. Yeah, because oh, okay. yeah, we, we I used to go to the YP yeah, often. Yeah, JLS kids, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a photographer, videographer. Uh, I work in San Francisco right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's a what's fun a, fact about what, me. What are you most passionate about right now? Love. Honestly, right now, probably my work. Like, not, I mean, not just like photographing for like my work, but like photography in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like videography, stuff like that. Like, I like going out. I really want to take this time right now to go out and like explore, like go to like national parks and stuff. I'm a big nature guy. So mm-hmm. that's kind of on my bucket list. Yeah. I think, I think the good thing about like the time right now is that you have the freedom to kind of just do a lot of stuff on your own. So if you have like hobbies like that, where you're like, you need to like go to different places and then it's like, you're, you're trying to like shoot like different like nature scenes or something like that. Then you have like that ability to, that you wouldn't normally wear like, if it was normal times, you'd have to like go to a bunch of like social events or something. Not yeah, that it's but, bad, but you have that option now. Yeah, you'd be surprised though, because like I feel like there's more people out in nature than there were. I, actually, I don't know. This is like I went to Point Reyes like two weeks ago, and I okay. felt like there's more people there that week than I went like a year and a half ago, and it was just like a normal weekend. But yeah, like, I, I mean, when I went, yeah. it was packed. Yeah, I think it's just because like everyone has nothing to do, so they want to go to like. The, like the only thing you can do is go hiking and like i went yeah. to port reyes also it's pretty nice yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a beautiful location if you get a clear day it's awesome there um but i wanted to jump into something right off the bat Daniel. i kind of wanted more insight into your um career path i know before your current job you were working somewhere else kind of in the same video and photography space and i kind of just wanted to hear your journey through that and i know you had some pretty cool opportunities at least at the last or your last job where you worked with some like UFC fighters and stuff. So just like, could you walk us through that and like what you did at each of the positions and how they differ and what you liked or didn't, whatever you want to share. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, so we can go to the beginning. So out of high school, I went to 
a school in upstate New York, a small polytechnic school. I was doing computer science. And then I was like, wow, like I really don't like computer science. So left there, went to Foothill College, community college, and was still doing that, like not really like sure what I was going to pursue. Like I didn't even have photography and like videography like in the mind at all. So like you hadn't done it yet. Yeah. Like honestly, like it was just kind of like a mini hobby thing. And it wasn't even like a hobby. It was just like something that like, okay, one day me and my friend, Sean, who also went to Foothill and this was crazy. I was like, I had just become friends with him. Really, like we always knew of each other because we went to the same high school, mm-hmm. but because we went to community college, we're like, oh, let's be friends pretty much. Cool. And I'm pretty sure like within like our first two weeks of like being friends, we're like, dude, let's go take a trip to like Big Sur and Joshua Tree. Wow. Like just us two. And yeah. like, it's kind of like a big thing to do somebody with somebody that you just met. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's go. And I decided, hey, I'm going to pick up a camera. I'm going to video like what we're doing, take some photos. And then it was like the most fun I've had in like years, like complete freedom to do whatever we want. And I was like, wow, I love this, like capturing moments, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like this is kind of a hobby. So from there, it turned into a hobby, like photography. And I was still at Foothill for like another year. And then. I was like, you know what? If it's a hobby, why not try to make some money out of it? Absolutely. So I applied around, um, got this job at this company called Shoot Media. It, it was just like two other guys, right? They're, and I was like the videographer, photographer. Okay. Like they were like, they used to do it themselves, but like they're mostly like businessmen in a way. Okay. But they help out a lot. And basically through them, like they had a large network with UFC fighters, stuff like that. And it's because they used to film for the UFC when the UFC was just first starting. Like this was like BJ Penn, like I love BJ Chuck Penn. Liddell. Like these yeah, are the like old early two thousands. Right? Yeah, like yeah, Misha Tate. So they had this huge network, and they're really familiar with this gym in Gilroy called AKA. And as I don't know if your viewers know, but AKA is like one of the best gyms in the UFC right now. Like they have Khabib. They have like DC, like all these big name fighters. So throughout like these years, I just go to like this gym, uh, AKA, and I film like them sparring, them training. It was pretty crazy. Like sometimes I'd like be in the ring with like DC and Cain Velasquez as they're like sparring, like literally in the ring. Like like I'm holding like a 20 plus pound, like gimbal, like in my hand, right? Like it's fucking hard to hold. And I'm like dodging and weaving them because like they're on one side of the ring, I fly to the other. And like when like let's say Kane Velasquez tackles DC to the ground, like they they tackle full speed and it comes at you like a fucking freight train. So I gotta dodge out the way like while filming it and like like you know it's just crazy stuff like that that really made like the job like adrenaline inducing and it made and it were, almost like. And what were these promos for? Was it like for the UFC or like for their personal channels or? It was, yeah, mostly for their personal channels. Uh, We weren't, like, sponsored by the UFC at all. Gotcha. Uh, It was, like, for our channel, for their channels. But it was mostly networking because what we do is, like, we what Shoot Media, their business model was that they create these networks with, like, these influencers, right? Like, UFC fighters. And then they link them with, like, other small companies as advertising. And then we go film those advertisements. So before I came, they were partners with, like, Vernon Davis, so the 49ers. Mm -hmm. And then they, like create an advertisement with both of them okay yeah 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 
but I mean, that was pretty much my job was just like doing this stuff. Uh, sometimes we go to like LA, like to film for like random shoots down there. One time I like flew to like New York for New York fashion week. It was like spontaneous, like, Oh, like in two days, you're going to go to New York. I was like, all right, bro. So I got That's me and my friend and we just went. Wait, you've yeah, been to fa- New York Fashion Week? Yeah, we filmed for a runway show there. Oh, wow. That's so cool. That's like such an exciting job. I feel like Wait, you're yeah. always just like going to like interesting events and like meeting like celebrities and like cool people. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot media was way more like freelance-esque than like right now. Like right now, full-time in San Francisco, like on location. So it's not really traveling around anymore. But okay. shoot media was like more like, oh, any client, we take the job and we fly and like, New York Fashion Week was probably like the craziest one. Like wow, that was a, so that was a story of its own. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I I'd love to hear about that. But really quick, I want to know like, did you ever get to like talk to DC or like Khabib or anything like that? Like, did you get time to like just meet them at all before you just like started, uh, like filming them, or was it more just like you're just there to shoot? Uh, yeah, not really. Like, I didn't really get to interact with them. Like, obviously, like, on set, like you'd say hi, like you know, make like really quick conversation. I think. The person I talked to the most, like, was actually Kavon Looney. Oh, but, wow. Okay. The yeah, we, I met Kavon. Yeah, we hosted, like, a meetup with him and Khabib. And Kavon mm-hmm. went all the way to AKA. Like, we met Kavon there, like, talked to him. Really nice guy. Like, mm-hmm. a lot different than I expected him to be. Wow. Uh, casually hanging out with Khabib. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. boys. Yeah, I mean, they he went there and, like, DC showed him, like, you know, their belts and then he got to wear their belts and then Kavan <laughs> showed him like the warrior's box with the ring in it and like it spins you know really cool stuff but wow. yeah he, he was a really down-to-earth guy like most of the time when I film DC it's like oh he's only has like four weeks left of training camp and he's in the zone like he's not here to like make friends he's there to like mm-hmm. train to like beat Fight somebody's ass right yeah <laughs> so like I'm not gonna be like yo DC like how's your supper bro like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so shoot media, do all this cool stuff, and then how did you land to your current role? And how is that yeah. different? Well, I think I decided like shoot media just wasn't the right job for me because of like there's reasons for that. I don't really want to like go super yeah, deep no. into those reasons, but I was like, okay, this is way more like contract based. It's not stable. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of wanted something that was like, oh, full time, like planned out because this was like oh we got a job let's go in a week but the, for some weeks we might not have anything to do so we just like kind of like sit around like work on our own marketing but i was sure. like you know what i kind of want to have the experience of working in like a true dedicated startup with like funding behind it and kind of see how that business grows so that's kind of why i chose the job that i'm in right now they're okay. a startup but they do have a lot of funding and like I, it's really cool like, i work really close with the ceo and like designing a bunch of stuff like the, our new building, our new office space that we created in San Mateo, like I pretty much like designed all the renders and everything, like the look for it. Like he asked me like, what lights do you want to put on it? Like what kind of like clad do you want to put on the outside? How do you want the interior to look? I was like in all the meetings with our design firm that we're using. So wow. a lot of like, I'm like a sponge at work. I mean, I've been going into the office like pretty much four days out of the week i'll be completely honest like i like it a lot more there's like literally no traffic like no matter what time you leave like it's like pretty much from palo alto there it's maybe like 42 minutes and pretty good yeah like 
Yeah, like, it's honestly just smooth sailing. Like before, <laughs> I remember from San Jose especially, it was terrible. It was like yeah, your commute used to be like three hours by yeah. far. <laughs> like sometimes more than three hours. Like sometimes like three and a half hours like total. And like I mean, like that's pretty much all your free time in the day just gone. Like yeah. before, it'd be like oh, I'd I'd wake up at like seven thirty or some shit like that, and then like not even eat, just straight get in my car. But and then when I got home, it'd be like oh, I finished work at five thirty okay get home at like 7 15 and then cook and then it's already like eight something and then when i finish eating it's like 8 30 gotta walk denji then it's like nine something and i sleep at 10 so like literally like no free time yeah, yeah and and especially like it was during the winter for a lot of it and so you just like wake up it's dark get home it's dark and it's yeah like- yeah and then go to the gym and then it's 10 like so i literally like, had no time for anything so now it's like pretty nice because like i get home every day around like six mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, the commute's good. I work one day a week in San Mateo because uh, my work, we're like opening up a new location there. So I'm there one day a week. And uh, So what's the nice. city? What's the city like? Is it pretty empty? And like, are there a lot of other people in your building at your company? Or like, what's that like? Dude, it's like this. I mean, the streets, if you go on like market, it's actually a decent amount of people. But like you go anywhere outside of market and it's just like empty as heck. Like there's literally like, maybe like 10 or so people that I see like strangers walking throughout the streets a day. But like I flew a drone over like the city. Can you guys show footage or no? I can like link you guys to it. But anyways, I flew a drone over like um, Salesforce park and like you just look and there's like one or two people in the park and like, it's just completely empty. Yeah. It's honestly pretty sad, but Wow. Okay. That's right near my office. You should should send us the footage. We'll post it on the Instagram or something. I'm curious. Yeah. It's like, it's actually like really barren and empty, but it's still mm-hmm. nice because I'd say getting food and everything is a lot easier than it used to be. Like everything's open? Like most things are open. Well, food wise, most things are sure. open. Oh, wow. And there's like no line or anything. Yeah. There's like literally no line. Like you call ahead now, like all of a sudden these restaurants start answering their phones and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When that's the only way to get business, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like nice. Like a lot of these restaurants are before it have to like wait or something like that you just call right now and then you pick it up like at a certain allocated time it's just so why why does your company need you to go in uh to the office actually okay um well we are technically an essential business because we we're a co-working space and you know there's businesses within the space that are essential so therefore we are essential in that aspect but i think we're really trying to like get campaigns rolling on like getting people back into the office so I think we need me there to a, obviously I'm a photographer and videographer. So I have to be there to actually film content. And like, yeah. we just collaborate a lot in the office. We do like a really good job with like health and safety protocols at the office. So I, I actually feel really safe. And the thing is like our building doesn't have a lot of people back. So most of the time I just see my team and like, we're all really good friends with each other. So it's not like we're out being stupid and like, you know, going to clubs or something like that. Mm-hmm. so dude, is it like is your whole company back in the office or is it just your team or is it like 50 percent capacity i say like 90 percent of the people of my like company are back in the office not 90 percent of the building but like 90 percent of like my company is back in the oh office. wow that's more fun I, the office is like just definitely a more fun experience for sure yeah too. yeah it's like productivity i mean for me like i don't get anything done at home really like it's really difficult (laughs) for me to like work especially because like i mean 
you know, you, you have so many distractions at home, but when you're in the office, you're kind of in that zone. <laughs> I, I feel, yeah, I, I can totally empathize with that. I think I'm pretty productive at home, but I think the office would be more fun and more productive overall. Um, that sounds pretty cool. That it sounds like you're not minding going in when everyone else is at home. Oh Maybe yeah. Going back right now. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's, I actually like it more. Cause I remember we worked at home from March until June and that uh-huh. was like pretty like boring. And it felt like my life was kind of just like progressing a lot slower. Cause like the thing is like at the office, my days fly by. Like sometimes I look at my clock and be like, I think it's like, oh, it's lunchtime. It's like, oh, it's 3.30 p.m., you know? Yeah. At home, everything feels like you're on pause. Like, I feel that. This whole year just feels like everything's been on pause. Yeah, I mean, it's opposite for me. Like, my year felt like it flew by. So, like, I actually really like being back in the office. Mm. The only thing is, like, um, there is obviously, like, health concerns and everything. And, like, yeah, but otherwise it's cool. Yeah, but it sounds like you guys are being pretty safe in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what time do you have to get into the office by? So most of the times I try to get in at 9.30. Wow, that is nice. That's pretty like normal, I feel like. No, no, Dude, no. 9.30 is pretty... When I'm there at 8 a.m., just... Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was right. wondering because you guys both have the same commute, basically. And why is his sound so much like chill compared to yours, We Tyler? commute at home all the time. Daniel yeah, but like your, your commute to work sounds way more miserable last episode anton was just shitting on my commute (laughs) like what's how so just like oh dude taking the train sounds terrible you get up out of your bed it's cold and dark you run to the train it's cold and disgusting on the train and you sit on the like noisy ass train then you take another bus to your office and then you have to work and he was just like big hated on it it does sound terrible yeah the two modes of transportation like even though like i get like the last part is like quick it just the the fact that it's two different modes of transportation i hate yeah exactly (laughs) exactly i'd rather it just be one long train ride like all the way there yeah yeah yeah. but like getting a switch yeah yeah yeah. i I agree there's just no other option so disheartening (laughs) yeah i mean it was bad like honestly like for me it was like in San Jose, it was like a 25 minute drive to the train station because mm-hmm. there's traffic in the mornings and shit and like people clog up. It's like, it was a Deridon station. So really big uh, station mm-hmm. and 25 minutes there. And then hour, I think hour wow. train ride. And then once you're there, it's like a 20, 20 minute walk to the office. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's, that sounds. Yeah. Bad. His was worse than mine. I mean, he was yeah. just like, 30 minutes south of me yeah honestly when tyler and i like cow train home together and then hey, he got off i'm like huh, halfway <laughs> <laughs> so give me a little more insight into what the startup is like so how many like what's the approximate size and then like what's the exact business model i know you've told me kind of or at least yeah for me you we've gone over it but like what is what is their product or service that they're providing exactly yeah so the company is called workwise it's one location in san francisco it's a co-working space and private office uh provider so what we do is we have our lounge and we have like a dedicated desk area where entrepreneurs businesses can go and be like hey we want to rent a dedicated desk because maybe they don't want to work at home so Mm -hmm. they pay a certain amount 
to work at one of these desks and have a network, right? Like we provide networking events. Uh, we provide like anything that these small businesses might need. Mm-hmm. And so that's one option, which is called, we call it Spot Plus and Roam Plus. Okay. And then otherwise you have private offices. So there's a bunch of different companies within our location that are like, oh, we need a room for, let's say, 50 people. Can you create that for us? So what we'll do is we'll literally take apart certain floors and like rearrange walls, rearrange like glass to fit these office sizes. Mm. And that's kind of the model. It's like, oh, we're here to like help these companies grow by like providing them with necessities that they'll need, like obviously like coffee, printing, all that stuff. So they don't have to pay for that externally. And also like we're here to provide you with networking events, like meetups with investors, stuff like that. So, so is your role like shooting, like doing like product images or like photos? I don't really know the term, but like product photography of like the different like rooms and stuff like that. And then like kind of like recording like what the workspace looks like or what, what is your role? I think the role is more general now. It's more of encompassing all of marketing. So that's working on like our brand design that could be taking photos and videos of content to put on social media, but it's mm-hmm. also like forming partnerships and stuff like that with other different companies. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, like we, we try to partner with as many local like businesses as we can, where there's like discounts on restaurants, discounts on services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I say like my role is a lot more all encompassing than just photographer, videographer. Yeah. You've um, kind of like grown into like a, like a larger role at this point. Yeah. Especially cause our marketing team is pretty small. It's like three people right now. So obviously like we each take a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you have like, do you guys know, or like, what is your like desk and stuff set up? Like, do you guys have like special, like, uh, like office appliances and stuff that's like, kind of like makes like the space, like more interesting to work at? Well, I think what we pride ourselves in is like, we're really flexible to like give you the right solution. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people have like, you know, maybe generic uh, desks, but we also be like, Oh, if you guys want a sit stand desk, we'll get that for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you guys want us to literally build a conference room within your office, we'll build that for you. If you guys want us like deck your entire room out to fit your brand and like get your brand colors in, like we'll get like special like wooden glass desk whatever you need to like fit that vibe that your environment that you're looking for like we'll do that so it's really really flexible in what we're doing to provide like our customers with a location that we hopefully will want them to stay for a couple years but like obviously we're flexible so like with these spaces you're not signing a long-term lease like when google purchases their google campus they're signing like a 10 to 20 year lease on their buildings right and sure. let's say like something like this happens, like they don't have the flexibility to cancel. Like that money's already in. But like with us, it's like, oh, we'll be, we'll work it out with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're flexible. That's really, that's, yeah. It seems like customization is the name of the game for work-wise in that <clears throat> it's just, it's physically whatever you need, networking, whatever you need, and um, like time frames, whatever you need for lease-wise. Um, yeah. Very cool. I have a much better idea of what your company does. I know I, I went, I've been to your offices actually, and it seemed like a really chill space and like, it seemed very collaborative and open for like 
people coming to like rent the space. So that's very cool. Um, I had a question kind of tangentially related. Um, At some point I heard from somebody that you were kind of taking a like to photography more than videography at one point. Um, Both are like things I do casually. So I'm just curious to your thinking on that, like why you kind of made that transition. What about each or what are the merits of each for you and what you didn't like about each of those kind of mediums? Who told you that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But said, at, at one point I heard that like you were like more interested in like curating and creating like photos more than videos just because like it, or I don't, I didn't, I didn't get a reason. I don't really remember where I heard this and yeah, please tell me if it's wrong too. He's just projecting. Uh, I think, okay. I think before I had a phase where I was like, okay, you know what? Like video is so much effort and like for the same amount of effort for one video, you can produce like 15 images, right? Okay. Like yeah. that's just the name of the game. Like video takes a thousand percent more like um, time, which is why videographers get paid more than like wedding photographers, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, it's just different. Like for instance, I think sometimes photography, you have a lot more flexibility to be creative, you know, with Photoshop and all the shit that you can do. Like see video CGI cost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. To look yeah. Up. But like someone experienced in Photoshop can make something look good with, you know, like pretty much no budget. Mm-hmm. So I think like Photoshop is something or photography is something that is quick and efficient to do. And like, for instance, I love taking landscape photos like that's kind of what i'm trying to get into now like i just bought i literally like today i bought like a 1500 lens because next weekend i'm going to like last and volcanic and i want to take this landscape photo. Ooh, and it's cool. just like, nice. yeah like it's stuff like that like you know landscape photos are cool but at the same time i also like video because i want to create content which is kind of like documenting my life like capturing experiences i think is like something that recently i've really grown into uh-huh. For sure. So are, yeah, are you like, oh, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? I, I just had a question. I was like, are, so are you constantly like learning and like developing your skills and like learning new like styles or like different like techniques or things like that? And like, how do you learn about things like that? Yeah, 100%. Like I, I'm nowhere near an expert. Like I've been in this field for about three years now, but like I'm Every day, I feel like I'm learning something new, whether it's like, oh, I worked like, oh, we need this task. And I got to search up like, oh, how am I going to do this? Like, whether it's like literally learning like Photoshop, like a specific thing, like how to do with luminosity masking or something like that, or like video, like how to do this certain effect, certain transition. Like you learn, you literally learn something new every day. There's Photoshop and Premiere and like cameras, like there's just so much built into it that I feel like most amateurs don't know, but it's like, you know, like people are like, oh, you can get like, I need to get the latest lens, like the $2,000 lens or the latest like $4,000 camera so I can't create good content. Like, no, you can literally create something with like a $200 camera, like a $200 lens and like make it look amazing. Like there's so much that you can learn about your thing that's not gear reliant. And I think people underestimate that. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I think that's been something that I've heard from a lot of like YouTubers who are in the space. It's like, yeah, don't, don't use your gear as an excuse or like as a limiting factor for what you create. Um, with that being said, I'm pretty curious about what you're shooting with now. 
Yeah, so I've stuck with my Sony A7S2 for the last four years. Like, okay. it's a really good video camera, and it can get like everything that I'm looking for. It's a mirrorless, which means it's like lightweight. I can carry it in my backpack. Like, okay, I bought like a videography, photography, like hiking backpack that I can use. And basically, like inside, I carry two cameras. So I have a six thousand, which is my vlogging camera. It's super small. I just have like a wide angle lens, you know, that's like like vlogging, talking to the camera. Okay. And then my A7S2 is more like heavy duty. Like I'm going to get some nice cinematic shots. Okay. And then I have like, how many lenses now? Okay. I have a 16 to 35 lens, which is like big wide angle lens for like landscapes, wide angle, stuff like that. Capturing real estate for my work. And then I have like a 35, which is like middle ground. And then I have a macro lens, which is like 90 millimeters. Mm um that's like capturing really tight shots like you know those shots like you look and it's like someone is iris like you see their iris in their eye and like the yeah. eye looks super like detailed yeah that's for those kind of shots and i just we just got the uh mavic air 2 so that's i the saw that drone. story yeah. it looks amazing it's, it's so actually so great yeah i upgraded that from my old like crappy phantom 3 and it, it's worlds of difference like it's just so much more fun to fly it's like it's so small like I can literally fit in my pocket. Like it's. Is, is that the one that can like follow you around? It has a bunch of tracking features right in the side. Yeah, software. yeah, yeah. I think all the new Mavic drones have that. It's mm-hmm. like that software is like built in. Is yeah, that the small one? It's, it's not the Mavic one? Mini. It's not the Mavic Mini. Mm. The Mavic Air 2, it's like in between the Mavic uh, Mini and the like Mavic Pro. Mm. Do you think. Do you think drones are like the future of videography? Because like, I feel like I can imagine like, just in the future, just a bunch of like drones just flying around, just like recording <laughs> like any like sports <laughs> event or things like that. So you don't need like a dude just walking around with a big ass camera. Like you have, like, I see people drones, use drones like, inside literally for like real estate. Yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like that'd be like, I could, I mean, I personally think that that could be like, really like practical um, and like useful because then you have like all these different angles and stuff right maybe like decades down the line but the problem is that drones are small and that their sensors for the cameras are small so you're not going to get the same image quality that you're going to get with the dslr like a one like maybe like a 200 dollars dslr is going to get the same video quality as like a 1000 dollars drone hmm. like yeah uh, and then it just gets worse and worse like as you know the cameras get nicer like there's no way a drone can match up with a dslr like especially like when you want to shoot up close like get dialogue and stuff like that the drone's not going to be able to to get the right quality that you're looking for but maybe um, in the future maybe in the future it'll be tough because the thing is like with your body like moving the camera you have so much more flexibility to like um you know like reestablish shots or, like if you want certain shots like flying a drone is pretty difficult actually that's true mm. have you ever done one of those drones where like you put on the goggles and it's like super nimble oh the fpv drones no i've never flew one of those what? but i do want to those look super fun it's basically you put on these goggles that like give you the camera like what the drone sees and they're super small and nimble and they like fly around like the drones are small yeah okay and they're like you can do like crazy maneuvers with them. And like, it looks like you're, it would make me like really nauseous, but yeah, it's supposed to be pretty cool. And like, is it a controller to control? Yeah, it's a controller. And you're flying it through like these goggles. Oh, so you can see what it's seeing. Yeah. Okay. 
Those are super cool. cool. I haven't flown one though, but I do want to. It I looks very to cool. You should look up footage after. Uh, yeah, they're called FPV drones. Okay, yeah. interesting. I've never heard of that. But I, yeah, I, I feel like that's the future. Or maybe like some <laughs> kind of like combination where it's like the drones are flying above and getting like the bird's eye view kind of angle. And then like the people are on the ground getting like the more up close shots and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of that could be like really useful. Well, are you talking about for like hobbyists or like Hollywood? Because those are two oh. different, like completely different. I think for like Hollywood and like sports events, especially like if you're like, watching like football or something like i feel like that could be like like drones could be like pretty useful for things like that there's no way there's no i don't think drones. Will ever <laughs> damn your idea not with the current tech but i'm saying like in the future if like drones get better because because then there's like a lot more flexibility like you can get like closer onto the field right with a drone than with a human Maybe when we conquer like the next galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Your idea is off. Um. Yeah. Side note about okay. sports. It's, it, okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say like the Hollywood cameras. Like my camera is like bitch compared to like these. Like the red cameras are like fifty thousand dollars. Like just for the camera, not even for the lens. And like the sensors are massive, so you don't need like you need a huge. And the cameras, it's not like the cameras are getting smaller. The cameras are in fact getting bigger. So like the problem then that you run into is like, oh, your drone is going to be like like literally like a U.S. fucking missile drone. (laughs) (laughs) UAV inbound, like straight up. I was gonna get that SR seventy one to like (laughs) film the right shit. All right, maybe yeah, maybe that's not the greatest idea then. But if you can develop the tech, hey, I'll try it out. I'll be your first test. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll let you know when my prototype is done. All right, bro. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say side note, I just got some text. The Denver Nuggets pushed game seven against the Clippers. So Yes. That's that's really exciting. Um it's good pretty, for me. Do you have like a bet or something? No, no, I'm saying like I'm a Lakers fan. I'd much rather wow. play the Nuggets than I would yep. the Clippers. Especially Nuggets coming off another game seven series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. And it's crazy because the Clippers are just have been the favorites for so long and they're just really hot and cold. Like when they're playing at their peak, they're great. But they have a lot of off nights. So. We'll see. Yeah, I Paul George, the, man. I hate the Clippers, but um that was just a little side piece. Wow, so I haven't been getting a haircut. And Daniel, you won't be able to see this, but I've been wearing this hat today. Look uh-huh. at this. Wow, you got a middle part. Yeah, a, a middle part, and my hair is just slicked back from sweat right now. And it's, like, pretty disgusting. And right, look, honestly, if it was, like, longer, you'd kind of have, like, the little, like, I, little huddy look going. I, honestly, it, it doesn't look that bad. Bro, Basically. you guys should just cut each other's hair. What the fuck is wrong no, with No, no, I do, but, like, I only cut it outside because I don't want to clean up the hair inside. And it's been too smoky, dude. No, it honestly Wait, looks okay. Dude, what you do, what I do, is I just put, like, hella newspapers on the ground so I don't have to clean shit up. I just, like, fold all the newspapers together, like, scrunch them up, and it collects all the hair. So I don't have to, like, sweep or shit, you know? Do you just, like, do it outside or what? No, no I literally do it in my bathroom. Oh, wow. No, see, I tried doing it in my bathroom, and then I I did it in the tub. And then I tried to clean up all the hair, and then it didn't clean it well enough, and then the drain got clogged, and I yeah, unplugged the drain. That's what brain. I'm saying. Like I literally do it on my bathroom, my floor. I just like layer it with newspaper because I'm too lazy to sweep shit. And then I just do it outside. Yeah, or you just do it outside. Too ashy. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Just do it inside. 
Wait, I just went to a fucking hairdresser. Like, yeah, me too. I went to a barber. Like, wow, you guys are out of control. That is unsafe. <laughs> no, it's literally safe. The government said it is. Yeah. The government says things are safe all the time and aren't safe. Wait, Bro. Daniel. Wait, so normally, do you cut your own hair or what? Okay, so how it works is like, if I can cut my hair, I will cut my hair, but not the length. Like, I'll cut the sides because you know how they like, got undercut. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll cut the sides because like or like. My girlfriend would just cut the sides, right? Because it's just like a one. Like you literally can't fuck it up. Like all you just go up and down. You don't, like, you don't do like a like a fade thing. No, 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 no. I don't do a fade. No, none of that shit. Okay. I literally just do the sides, and then I bought my own like thinning shears, so I just thin out the top. Just yourself? Or like she does it, or like my I can I can thin it out myself. I mean, honestly, I cut my hair once by myself, and like it was fine. Wait, what are you rocking now? You got an undercut, and how long is Yo, it your hair top? is always so swag. I just got yeah. You have that. a lot of different haircuts. <laughs> your hair is always looking fresh. Hey, though. thanks, bro. Hey, thanks. No, no. Like right now, my hair, like I just cut it, so I just went to the barber to cut the length, and she cut like two inches off the top. So I say right now it's probably like five to six inches. It was that's like pretty long. Yeah, that's pretty long. Wait, last time I saw you, it didn't look that long. It's just because it goes all the way back. Yeah, it goes so, all. Like, do you see my back? Like the back goes. Okay, I, I mean, I wasn't doing big looks into your head, dude. <laughs> Wait, what does your hair look like normally when you don't style it? So when it looks normally, it's like a middle part. Oh, it comes down like forward instead of back. No, it comes down like sideways. It goes like full, like side. Yeah, more to the side kind of. The little troll. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like the middle part doesn't look like super bad. Okay. Nothing good look bad on my guy. Dude. Yeah, hey, hey, true. Hey, Tyler. True. <laughs> Yo, I gotta come on the show more often. <laughs> yeah, Shelby's hair my unstyled hair, looks yeah. terrible. When my hair is long and unstyled, it's mad troll. Wait, why? What, what is it? Like, it's just like, because it's also, it's like maybe like four <laughs> inches long or something or like uh-huh. something like that. And then, but it just goes like straight down and it's like bangs and it looks like I just have like a straight like bowl cut or something. And it's like, uh, here's like really like thin and like fine limp. and like limp. Yeah. But it's also like very like rigid or like really inflexible. So it like doesn't like move around a lot. It just like stays like flat and like l- shiny and it's shit. Uh, I I hate it so much. I hate my bed hair because my bed hair like is like a it parts not in the middle. It's like slightly to the left, and it looks hella shit because then it just falls straight to the side. And then the right side is just hella big, poofy. It looks like shit. But like after the shower, like I always <laughs> just like dry it in like a certain direction, so like it'll fall in that direction. You know? Do you like, like do you like put like a hat on or something? Because I know like one of our friends like puts like a little like handkerchief not over a their hat, head it's just a towel yeah and then my other friend just wears like a hat i mean i used to when i try to get like pure slick back then i like put a hat to like well actually in the beginning because i used to be like a front like front to the side and then i was like oh like, i wanted to go backwards so i wore a hat for like a month and uh-huh. then i think your hair is like naturally at that point they're like Ivory. yeah they're used to like the roots like are used to like now going back so then oh yeah straight up like when I wear a hat and it pushes my hair back like it currently is, it literally hurts the roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's big, painful. Yeah, so. that's why I chilled with a slick back because like, bro, I'm not trying to like fuck up my scalp and like look like LeBron or some shit. No, yeah, because doesn't it like? I I mean, this is kind of like a myth, but I heard like if you do that too much, it like makes you like bald like sooner or something, or like makes yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was hella, I was hella scared of that. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta, yeah, you gotta push that hair forward, Tyler. Anton, throw back to like a couple episodes ago. You got like some special like hair stuff, Hans DeFuco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, is yeah, it? I, I'm wearing it right now. 
Is, do you like it better? I think it's nicer. I think it's it's a stronger hold and it's like not as shiny, so you can't really see it. Daniel, what product like what do like. you use? Okay, so I use one is Matt Uno. That's when I want like a matte finish. Like that's like what I use for like the past like year and a half. And okay. like I kind of wanted a more wet look, so I got the Suavecito because my mm. coworker, who's like hella like into hair, he recommended that to me. Mm-hmm. And then wow. I was like. I was like, you know, like, I'll try it. But, like, the thing is, it's not as strong of a hold as, like, Matt Uno. Like, but the thing is, like, Matt Uno is hella annoying because it's super strong. Mm, but the yeah. problem is that it doesn't wash out easily. Like, you have to use hella shampoo and hella get in between. Yeah. yeah. While Suavecito, like, just water will, like, rinse it out, you know. Do you uh do, like, hairspray or anything? No, I don't use hairspray. I probably should because, like, my hair, like, has a hella hard time staying together. Like, I have to, like, redo it all the time throughout the day. But if I hairspray, it'd probably be a lot easier. So, so how did you like? How did you like research that stuff in the beginning and like learn about how to do your hair? Um, I mean, I feel like I just grew it out, and I was like, "Oh, undercuts look good." I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of trial and error. Like, I didn't like research like, "Oh, how to cut my hair." I was just like, "Oh, you know, give me like." Uh-huh. A quick fade. You just your hair's shit. Yeah, did you but I don't I feel like I don't remember you like looking troll ever with like your hair. But like you didn't see him for like long periods of time. Okay, but did you ever think that he like had some like troll ass? Every hair? time I see him it looks troll. Honestly, like I feel like if you have an undercut, you kinda like can't go wrong. No, 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 no. That has to be wrong. That has to be wrong. Like, it, like how? Like, okay. When my hair was like two to four inches, I just styled. You know how Fred's hair is? Like, it's to the side, right? Mm-hmm, like, he mm-hmm. pushes it completely to one side. Like, that's sure. how I did it. And the second, like, I realized my hair was long enough to go back, which was when I hit like the five to like six inch mark. That's when I was like, oh, okay. Like, I can start slicking it back. But like, there's no like in between ugly point where like. I mean, it might be a little bit too long to the side when it's like 4.5 inches. Like it might look a little bit weird, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there was never a point where I was like, okay, like something's wrong. You know, I got to like, wait. I remember your transition to the slick back. It, I think it was a good transition from the sideways to the slick back. But yeah, I don't yeah. think everybody looks good in an undercut. Yeah, definitely not everybody. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I always just thought undercuts were like very, like they always like makes you look nicer because it kind of like thins out your face you know a lot of people like when i have even me when my hair grows out too long on the sides my face looks a lot rounder than it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well if anyone's out there and can hit us up with some type of hair sponsorship you know <laughs> we spent the last 10 minutes talking about it we'd be open to it yeah matt uno reach out <laughs> yeah actually bro get us on this shit um i have something unless daniel you have questions for us i know you've been talking a lot and we've been kind of bombarding you or i have more or i'm sure anton has other stuff uh no i don't really have any questions you keep it coming man okay um then we're gonna lighten it up and i'm gonna hit some am i the asshole so i don't know if you've listened to this segment before on our podcast but basically we read a post from the subreddit am i an asshole and then we make our decisions and kind of discuss it okay wait but describe okay. what the subreddit is uh, I, I know what the subreddit yeah, is but you, you want to describe it for the viewers it spends a okay, lot of time okay. on reddit i know okay um, <laughs> okay so this one is am i the asshole for bailing out on a date because she misrepresented herself i was going to meet my tinder date at a coffee shop because we'd set it up like that i know a back entrance through the shop that's closer to my place and i got in there 
To my shock and horror, I noticed someone who looked just like my date, but a good 20 to 30 pounds heavier. Like her whole face from the Tinder pics had melted a little. She was looking away most of the time at the other entrance waiting for me, and I just didn't want to start off with someone who told me, quote, she had put a few pounds on from the photos when we were texting, and I told her a particular photo was really cute and lied straight away. I was done with that. I spend way too much time at the gym for these games. Am I the asshole for just walking out and texting her that something came up? Oh, my God. Damn. So Um, we forced everybody to take a side. You can't just be like, everyone sucks or everyone's at fault. You got to pick somebody. So you can go first or I can go first because I have a thought. Okay, go first then, Tyler. Okay, I think... I think he's pretty dick, honestly. Like, I think he should have just done the date and then left. Yeah, he's huge dick. That's so <laughs> mean. That's, like, one that's, like, so rude. Like, because you just, like, are wasting their time, basically. Like, you're just saying... But you could, like, people could argue that she's wasting his time. Why? Like... Because she's deceptive. I mean, is the, he, the, like, that shallow that, like, he, like, only cares about, like, He sounds appearance? like he's pretty shallow. I mean, shallow. yeah, I guess he is that shallow, but, like, he, then he's, like, an asshole for that. Like, okay. I feel like I she he is admitted, asshole, yeah. But she, like, also, like, already said, like, yeah, I put on a few pounds. Yeah, that's the thing that caught It's like, okay, like, if you went and then she looks, like, 100 pounds, like, obviously different from her photos. <laughs> like, then it's like, okay, like, she's, it's a red flag because, like, I don't know, like, She's I'm not defending him, but, like, else, but twenty to thirty pounds is that's not, not that bad. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. That's also just like, I'm like if someone bad. says they put on a few like pounds, that clearly means that they're like visibly like more heavy. Otherwise, they wouldn't say that, right? Like if they if it was like a negligible amount, then they wouldn't say anything because like you couldn't really tell. So if they said it, it obviously is going to be like visibly that's different. True. So like. I don't know. That's just like so rude. And it's just like it's like 30 minutes of your time and I don't know. That's like Yeah, I think I, I agree. Yeah. I think no, you should I, take the day. Okay, man. stop He's defending. Cool. He's him. cool. Yeah. No, I think the part that really steals it is even in the like writing of the post he goes, "I spend way too much time at the yeah, gym." Okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> douchey. <laughs> that is and, and he's like to my horror like like it's literally it's just like oh like she's a little bit heavier than like you thought she was gonna be like what the fuck like yeah it's pretty messed up um yeah. okay did anyone defend him like well, the top the the consensus among the reddit community is everyone sucks here what the hell while she shouldn't have misrepresented herself it's shitty to judge someone on their weight so that just sounds like he's the asshole i mean if not the guy and then comments are supporting it says it's perfectly okay to prefer certain body types but he like works i on think that's fine people. but you should still go like say hi yeah. and like do that stuff and then after just be like oh like i didn't i wasn't into it or something like that you yeah know, like, just be, yeah. be real with her yeah don't just like stand her up like that's just yeah, like yeah. rude i mean he did yeah i mean it's not a full stand-up right he like said something came like he notified her that he wouldn't be coming but like she was there already <laughs> like that's that's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. No, just no. standing I, I know yeah that's yeah, I know. yeah. Oh, you're the asshole you're the asshole. Uh, i'm yeah. the asshole. Uh, why did you do that i'm the asshole why did you do that we got one more and this one i hope is more interesting um am i the asshole for not tipping an uber delivery carrier and downvoting him I live in a condo and I wrote my instructions very clearly. He texted me and said that he couldn't reach me through the buzzy machine. I told him my code again and he still couldn't reach me. It was midnight and I was hungry. So I ignored him for 10 minutes until he could figure it out. He called me three times and I picked up. 
He put it on speaker mode to confirm the code, and this idiot was doing it wrong. I told him the correct code, and he got in after 15 minutes. He came up and handed me the food and said sorry and used some lame excuse. I took it and closed the door. I rated him down for unprofessionalism and didn't tip him. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yes. 100%. Like, asshole. Yeah, okay. I think... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I think I think what this guy's forgetting is that this Uber driver is not like he's not getting paid hourly. He's getting paid by the trip, right? So like he's not fucking sitting around at the buzzer like twiddling his thumbs being stupid. He's like probably legit trying to figure it out. This guy's just like not helping him at all. Like like come on, man. Yeah, like and like how can you really expect someone to like know how to like use your like keypad or whatever? Like it's like not always like the most clear thing and especially like I feel like a lot of the time the like the the driver delivery person isn't always like super like technologically like competent. So I feel like it's just kind yeah. of like rude. And like you're just like like you know that they're just out there just like struggling and you're just like I'm just gonna like sit here and let them struggle the and ignore like, ignore them right yeah yeah like, literally you could have just gone like downstairs just opened the door just gone in and be like okay yeah it was like mildly inconvenient but like who like why are you just purposely being rude to him and then like I think the worst part though is like the downvoting them or like rating them poorly because that like affects them like a lot more than like that whole situation just affected you like that's like his livelihood right like like he might like lose his job or like he might like get fewer jobs because of that and like that's gonna like significantly affect his life just because like you didn't want to like go downstairs yeah especially during times like these you know yeah especially during times like these yeah after reading this one i'm not sure why i picked this one because (laughs) give us a better one bro i was obviously (laughs) reading and i'm like wow yeah like there's no there's no other like you can't pick another side um i have one more um and i'm not really sure if this one's gonna be better but buckle up am i the asshole for constantly correcting my mom for referring to pokemon as pikachu (laughs) (laughs) my mom seems to be one of those boomers that always uses Generic-sized trademarks. I remember as a kid, my brother got angry for her calling my PlayStation Nintendo. However, despite this correction, she instead explained that generic-sized trademarks and then repeated the exact same thing as calling it Nintendo, causing him to throw a fit and storm off. This later stopped with later consoles. I also... Wow, these people are so bad at writing. Side note. Um, I also remember once her mocking him for referring to a store brand bandage as Band-Aid. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to skip some to make it easy recently when i was with her i was playing pokemon go and she would ask things like oh did you run off to catch pikachu and i corrected her i ran off to catch an oddish not pikachu every time she made a reference to pikachu i would correct her and say the generic term is pokemon she still kept saying pikachu stubbornly i just kept correcting her eventually she broke down and just sternly told me it's pretty clear what she means when she says pikachu I'm too much of a fan to let this slide, so I stood my ground and said her terminology wasn't correct. For your information, I'm like this in general. I get annoyed at people who say they live in Minneapolis when they actually live in a suburb. So am I an asshole, or am I being too oversensitive? Oversensitive. I'll say that. 100%. But, I mean, I feel like the mom's probably just like, chill and like everything just joking around and this guy just turned it into like this huge thing yeah is the mom doing it to like spite him no i think she just doesn't want to put the effort into actually learn like remembering to say the right thing 
but I don't think it's malicious. I think this guy's a dick. Yeah, I think he's a dick, but I just like don't understand why the mom actually doesn't know how to. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, a different word. It's just like okay, no, just but use I that feel... word every time instead from now on, and it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like it's like, like older people. They, it's not like because they don't have the mental like cognitive function. It's just they're like more set in their ways. Like if you've lasted sixty years saying Pikachu instead of Pokemon, like. I feel like it's just harder to unseat that. I mean, yeah, this dude needs to chill. Like, I mean, who cares? No, he says he's a big fan and that he's like <laughs> this normally. So that's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> Definitely not someone I want to spend a lot of time with. Um, yeah, I don't know why I was so bad at picking these. It's actually hard to find controversial ones because usually if you're asking somebody if you're the asshole, you probably already are, right? No, you can search up by controversial on Reddit. I, I did. And like, oh, okay. I'm, I don't know. I'll come back with better ones when we do this segment again. That's okay. I like yelling at them or like getting mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing how unreasonable these people are. Yeah, people are for real. Also, I feel like this one's a troll. Like, I don't think it's... A real guy with this real issue. Like, no. Really? No, I think this is. Real. I, think, like, I think some dudes are fucking. This like sounds. That. There's no way, man. No, no. This sounds just like like ninety percent of the redditors. To be honest. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe for redditors. I yeah. I, I. I. This sounds very real to me. <laughs> what do you guys think of the state of Reddit right now? With respect to what? Like, for instance, a lot of people say it's. Uh, what's that word for it? It's like a a hive mind. Oh, an like, echo chamber. Yeah, a I huge echo chamber. Yeah, I I like kind of get confused sometimes because like I don't understand what like Reddit's general like opinion is on like certain topics. Like some of them, it's like very clear, but then other ones, it's like very like unclear. Like I think like gun control, I'm like never certain like whether they like support like the second amendment or they want to wait aren't they just big liberal all the time no but sometimes like some things they're like very much not and it's like very confusing and like kind of inconsistent which makes sense because it's like a lot of people so it's like maybe they're just different personality or like different like groups of people supporting different things but like i'm always just like very confused about like what reddit supports and all these different i feel like the whole internet to some degree is kind of like a large echo chamber unless you start getting off into like less mainstream like sites and stuff with reddit in particular i feel like it's only a very certain like specific kind of person using reddit which is what creates that like echoey kind of feel but to be fair like i don't go on enough subreddits that have like a lot of controversial stuff yeah like oh my god i've noticed like some reddits are so bad like okay there's a subreddit called public freakouts oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah i know yeah, that yeah. one yeah, yeah and it's like for context it's like people getting upset or there's fights or like something happens like it could be like protesters like looting it could be um whatever like it'd be like a principal yelling at a kid right and like public freakouts is pretty liberal on most things i'd say Mm-hmm. But then there's another subreddit called Actual Public Freakouts, which is more like, like public freakouts kind of devolved the content wise. It kind of devolved into like, you know, like petty stuff and yeah. like not really actually freaking out. I'd say it's more like public getting upset, Angry. right? Yeah. But yeah, so Actual Public Freakouts is way worse, like 100%. But the community there is like 100% more conservative. Like, interesting. I've noticed it's like very bad like some of it's like blatant racism on there and like it's just like it's crazy how like 
different these two similar things i guess could become so wait so what is the content like for the actual public freakout like what so the actual public freakouts is like okay there'd be like some like you know like normal fights but then like the second a lot of these people put like looting and stuff it just be like oh like black lives matter is a complete joke like oh wow racist like i don't want to say it, like blatantly racist stuff mm, right yeah. and like you'd see like they bait this like they intentionally put out this stuff to try to like bait people to like gather together and like be like fuck black lives matter or something like that wow mm-hmm. i like, think it's, like, it's very regardless dumb. of whether you think it's an echo chamber or like that everyone has the same beliefs or doesn't the internet and reddit can just be extremely toxic right like mm-hmm. on both sides on both the left and the right and i think it's weird or I didn't know that there were such like delineated lines between like subreddits that should be so similar. So that is interesting. Yeah. What do you think about like Reddit censoring? Like, you know, they censor the Donald Trump subreddit and everything like that. Like they removed it completely. Like, do you agree that Reddit should be allowed to do this? Do you think it's like an infringement on their moral code? Uh, I I think if everyone knows if like reddit is explicit about it and they like everyone knows that they have that power then i think that's okay because it's their platform honestly so like like sure it's not maybe like morally right for them to do that but like it's their platform and if they're like explicit about it then it's like okay like like what can you expect especially if you're not like paying for the service Mm -hmm. but like i don't think that they should do that like i don't think they should censor people but i think if you're going to be on their platform like they it's like up to them right yeah i fall in line mostly with anton i think if you're choosing to use a platform um it's definitely their prerogative to do that it might not be the like right thing to do but they can do whatever they want and if you don't like it don't use their system like no one's forcing you to use it um i think a thing a lot of people get wrong about like first amendment freedom of speech um is that that originally was intended to protect you from the government and not like just any entity, like private entities, like companies, et cetera, can kind of just do whatever they want from that yeah. standpoint. And again, it might not be correct. It might not be morally right, but um, that is in their purview. Um, and then I think my second point would be that it it is a really gray area where you don't, you really don't want these powerful companies censoring anybody because that's how crazy amounts of power are put into their hands. But then you also don't want like really toxic and maybe like harmful content on these websites. Right. So like you need some kind of arbiter and it's like hard to tell who would actually be the best judge of it. So where I think we're at a really interesting crossroads, especially with a lot of big tech regarding this issue, right. Of censorship and what's okay and what's not not only from can these come or should these companies be able to do this, but also like, how are they going to judge on how to do it? So the next 10 years will be really interesting. I think with respect to that issue. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up unless you have anything pressing Anton or Daniel. No, I'm good. Uh, Thanks for inviting me on the show. Of course. Do you want to pimp anything for your company, your own personal? <laughs> your own I don't know if that's the right. Your term. own TikTok, maybe. I don't know. Um, do you want to like shout anything out of yours? Uh, I don't know. Just check me out on Instagram, Daniel.bie. I guess. Okay. Yeah, we can link you to in like the story and um, any posts we have. Maybe of some drone footage of the city or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure to send us that. Okay, for sure, man.
Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was nice speaking with you. All right. Thanks a lot. I'll see you guys later. All right. All right. Peace out.